Hey, it's Johnny Jet, and welcome back to my podcast YouTube channel. Today we have a special guest, Nick Whalen, coming to you from all the way down under to Australia. His wife, Dominica, was kind enough to do um, an interview with me several months ago when she was in quarantine. We talked about how what it was like to fly to Australia, and 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 she actually did it from her quarantine hotel because they're so strict. But I mean, if there was any place in the world I'd rather be right now than the U.S., it would be Australia and New Zealand would be the top of the list because these guys have done it right. But let's hear it from an Aussie to see if they agree with it. I mean, from the outside, it seems like it's 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 a dream. So how you doing, Nick? Yeah, Johnny, I'm fantastic. And thank you very much for giving me, giving me some airtime on your, on your show. I hear it's very successful. Dominica told me how much she enjoyed talking about being in quarantine. And uh, yes, we're, we're, we're reasonably safe, Johnny. We've had a couple of uh, um, outbursts of, uh, of, the, of the coronavirus, but we've been rev relatively unscathed by it. Although every time we go into lockdown, of course, the, the country seems to slow down to, a, to an absolute stop and uh uh although it's you know better to be safe than sorry um it, it it has had an impact like us like the rest of the world i mean an outbreak for you guys is like 25 cases maybe in the whole country i get that around the corner from my house yeah no i think i think we've actually got up to the 500s or six or 700s but i mean that's what you guys are doing like every couple of hours so uh I'm I'm reasonably feeling reasonably safe and sheltered in this part of the world. So, first of all, Nick splits his time between New York and Australia. I mean, this guy travels everywhere. You'd go to Australia at least seven times a year from the U.S., correct? Correct. And and he runs Trav Media, which is, I mean, how do you explain Trav Media? Well, it's quite simple. We're, we're the LinkedIn of the travel industry, although not as big. And we work in a very small niche market, which is B2B from tourism destinations to journalists. And we also have a... Oh, boy, you broke up. You froze. Not the most flattering picture, but, you know, you're still, you're a good-looking guy. So, but you kind of look like you're in uh, The Sopranos right now. Hello, can you hear me? Well, let's hope. Hopefully, he unfreezes. Um, Did I lose you? Yeah, I lost you. The Wi-Fi oh, uh, froze. Sorry. So I we lost you right when you said um, you're the LinkedIn of uh, whatever you said, LinkedIn of something. Okay, so we're the, we're the LinkedIn of the travel industry. We, we basically we're a very small niche, though. We we but we're a B two B from destinations to the media. Although we do do trade and we do do trade shows. We're we're technology platform. Oh, Nick, it started out so well. To distribute all your digital assets. Okay, is it my connection or your connection? Uh, I'm on a, a separate connection. I can go back to my home connection. Yeah, if you can try that, because I think I'm pretty good. Do you want me to? Do you want, do you want to stop and start again? Um. Okay. Just let me. Uh, let me. Let me go back to my. Home. I'm going to disappear for a second. Okay. All right, we're back. So you're Fantastic. the. Fantastic, Johnny. Sorry about that. It's one. 
We're the LinkedIn of the travel industry. So basically, we're a very niche market in terms of we are the B2B between the destinations, hotels, airlines, cruise lines, and the media. So when, when you're a destination and you want to get your information out to the media, whether it be johnnyjet.com or the New York Times, you put, you'll place your products on the Trev Media platform, your news, your information, your photographs, and it's a resource. It's a, it's a Google resource of everything that you need to write your stories. Yeah. So whenever I go to these big travel conferences around the world and I it's almost like set up like speed dating, Nick is the one that's usually um, operating it and they do a great job. But by the way, uh, Nick was having problems with the internet. And while we're, uh, while I paused, Nick was telling me, you know, one of the reasons why you don't want to move to Australia is because the internet is pretty poor down there, which surprises me, but that, that would be a factor. I, I, I mean, it seemed like it's fine in New Zealand or, Actually, maybe there were some little hiccups there too, but so that's the, and you're in Sydney. I mean, and you don't mess around. So is it no. just prime time right now? What time is it there? It's uh, like 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. in the morning. So it shouldn't, shouldn't be too much of a problem, but you can just imagine with such vast distances and such a small population, it's a big infrastructure to build and we're never going to be able to be as robust as the U.S. Yeah. Australia if you don't know, is about the same size as the continental U.S., but it has a fraction of the population. I think like 10%. What is there, 25 or 30 million people there? We're 330? No, no 24 million. So you, 24 you're right. Million. I think 4 million are in Sydney, which, by the way, is one of my favorite cities in the world. I've been fortunate to be to have gone there, I don't know how many times, but a lot. And I, I but I, not enough. And I haven't been there in, uh, since the Dodgers played in the world in the, in the uh, spring training. It was the last time I went there, like five years ago. Well, I know from my friends at Tourism Australia, they're a big fan of yours. And I know you're very, very supportive of Australia as a destination to travel to. So on their behalf, thank you very much. Well, listen, Australia actually was what got me um, the the travel kick. I mean, I, I was I, I saw Crocodile Dundee when I was in high school and I was like, I got to go to Australia. And I, I loved Paul Hogan. I love those commercials where he would put you know, Papa shrimp on the Barbie, even though you guys don't really say that, do you? No, no, no. We, we do call them prawns, but uh, we, we understand what a shrimp on the Barbie is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I, when I talked to you, when you first went back down to Australia, um, when COVID hit, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're telling me that people weren't more in masks, but because of this new strain, you told me the other day that they're actually now people are starting to wear masks. So what's the deal? Yeah. Yeah, look, so it's now compulsory to wear a mask on any public transport or in shopping centres. And we have like this police state mentality where, you know, you actually get fined thousands of dollars if you don't follow the rules. So uh, I have at least three masks in my car at all times. And if I, if I leave and forget a mask, I have to come back and, you know, come home and get one. But yeah, it's, it's policy here. And understandably, this UK strain is so contagious that a, clean, a, a hotel cleaner got the disease and spread it at their home just from cleaning up the room after the person had left. Wow. So it's, um, it's a bit of a worry. But look, Johnny, we haven't got nothing to complain about here. What you guys are getting in an hour, we're getting in a week right. in terms of um, your new cases. So we've done very well. And our, I mean, our death rate's under 1,000. You guys are doing 1,000 every couple of hours. Right. So um, we're feeling very safe and secure down here. It's done, obviously, it's to the detriment of the travel industry. We can only travel domestically. 
I'm stuck here in Australia. My, luckily, my wife, as you mentioned, Dominica, was able to come come to, to see me, but she's limited with her visa. You know, we have a terrible immigration policy and a terrible visa policy. We love you to come, but we also love you to go. Right. <laughs> it's a bit tough, even if you're married. I so, mean, um, yeah, she got... So you can't even... I mean... I- Americans can't go to Australia right now. Even Australians can't get in Australia right now because only taking a certain amount a, a week, correct? Yeah, it's 50 per flight. So, and with the UK strain, they've reduced it from something like 5,000 people a week down to 3,000 people a week. So we've just had Emirates Airlines and ANA Airlines pull out of Australia because the limitations on the number of people per flight is so small that the airlines can't possibly make any money with cargo. Right. And when and when you do go to Australia, you have to quarantine for two weeks in a government hotel. They follow you. I mean, Dominique was you can listen to the interview that we did. But I mean, there's a, basically a guard right outside your room door and uh, there's no, you can't yeah. even leave. And it actually it's actually making the news now because a lot of the uh, Australian tennis players are not Australian. The uh, tennis players that are going to the Australian Open have were on flights that had uh, coronavirus. And now they're. They're, uh, they can't even leave their room and they're like, we need fresh air, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite ridiculous because they're staying in five-star hotels like our best hotels in Melbourne and they're comparing it to a Spanish prison. But um, look, no sympathy there. Look, we need to keep the virus under control. Uh, I lost a friend in the UK last week, my father's best friend. So we know that it's, it's done uh, absolutely devastating to the world of 400,000 deaths in the US alone. Um, you know, we just we just don't want that here. And we've been told it's going to be 2022 before we're going to be opening up um, the borders. That was the announcement made yesterday. I mean, I've read that. So so that is true. Like you can't leave Australia till next year. Is that what they're telling you? Well, I'm, I'm in a unique position, of course, where my wife's in New York and I'm actually domiciled in New York and Florida. So I, uh, I'm okay. I can get out, but whether I can get back into the country is a whole nother thing. There are something like 38,000 Australians trying to get back home. And, and they're people who have got legitimate reasons to come back. They've either lost their jobs or their visas with Canadian. There was one that was a Canadian visa, had run, working visa had run out and they had to return. And they just simply can't get on the planes. And these are people who booked flights six months ago wow. and they've been told that their flights have been cancelled or that they can't get back in the country. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know, Alcatraz. <laughs> and they got to pay. And you have to pay. Yeah. You have to pay, I think, $4,000 for the quarantine? Well, it's 3000 Australian dollars. Okay. So it's, uh, it's you know, it's, it's a little, it's, and it's pretty basic. You don't get the five-star food. And you, don't even, you don't even get alcohol. You, you're limited. Well, you do get alcohol, but you're limited to one bottle per day. Oh, wow. and I, you know, us Australians, we, we, we like, <laughs> like having a drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, is that my email or your email that keeps popping? Oh, it's probably mine. I, I, I'll, I'll try and turn it down. Um, so, and when you got there, you got there before the quarantine, right? You did not have to quarantine, just your wife did. Well, that, that's true. In fact, I got in just a few days before they made quarantine mandatory. I was in uh, Paris and I remember turning on CNN and seeing at literally two o'clock in the morning because I was jet lagged, um, Donald Trump saying, we're going to close the borders between us and Europe. And the next day I was on a plane back to Australia. So I was right in the, in the, in the heat of it in Paris whilst this was all going down. Italy was in lockdown. 
and I managed to just get in the country a few days before quarantine right. started, which was way back in March. Actually, you texted me because I was on CNN that day. You, you said, "Hey, you were." That's you were right. Me. Yeah, talking about nice. that, which was a big shock when he um, did that. So, when you go out now, I mean, can, mm-hmm. does it? Do you feel like there's COVID? I mean, I guess no. people are wearing masks. No, apart apart from the mask and being vigilant. Um, no, absolutely not. Oh, and the other thing is sanitizer. Sanitizer is everywhere. You go into a shopping center, you're forced to, you know, do your hands with the sanitizer and there's somebody there to take your temperature. So yeah, there are obviously health precautions that are happening, but you know, you walk down the beach normal as normal as any other day in summer. You don't have to wear a mask. You You have to wear a mask on the beach. No, 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 not, not outside and not when exercising. Okay, and how about so the restaurants and stores are open? Restaurants and stores are all open. There's a thing called a four square meter policy, so you can only have um, enough guests in your restaurant as long as you reach the four square meter um, separation, which I don't quite get. But you know, it's 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 just I guess to limit the spread in case there is a, an outbreak. Right. So when you go out to dinner, do you go indoors or do you go outdoors or do you not go? Well, we're, we're fairly lucky in summer. Um, I guess like most of European destinations in summer, a lot of the restaurants are, are sort of half outdoors and indoors. And when you look at them, indoors is all empty. Everybody's sitting outside in the sun and enjoying the fresh air. So it's, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty uh, careful and we're pretty okay when it comes to you know, these outbreaks. And we, we've had a, quite a few of them. We, we, and we shut down suburbs. So before Christmas for three weeks, uh, through to the new year, we shut down the northern beaches of Sydney. So nobody from Manly to Palm Beach, if you know Sydney's North Shore very well, nobody in about a million and a half people were allowed to travel, were allowed to see anybody, were allowed to go anywhere. They all had to stay at home unless, of course, you were uh, were shopping or exercising. In how, how about Melbourne, Bondi? Bondi's not northern beach, is it? It's just Manly. Man- Manly to Palm Beach, correct. Bondi was okay. Okay. But in Melbourne, when they had this outbreak, and, and this was something to do with the security guards in the hotels, basically one of them caught it from the, from the passengers that came back and went home into these government housing um, massive you know, blocks of 600 people, and they spread it like wildfire. The whole city was shut down for 128 days. Imagine that. You can't move. And it was that one, it was one security guard who was getting it on with the passenger, right? No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I, no, I think that was a bit of a beat up media rumor. Okay. Okay. No, I don't know that there's much truth to that. Made, it made a very good story. It did make a great story. I remembered it. <laughs> um, so, what's that? Naughty security guards. <laughs> I have no comment. Um, <laughs> so let me yeah. see what other questions I can ask you. So, so is Dominique there? I mean, her yeah. visa runs out. What does she do? Well, she, she leaves in March, and uh, I, I guess the real problem is we don't know when she's going to be able to come back. So uh, that's, it, you know, it could be five. We did five months between March and August, so we might be up for another five months, which you know, makes it very difficult for us. But um, really we, we do this. We do these Zoom calls, and we talk to each other a lot, and um, you know, five or six times a day. So as you know, we work together, so that, that also helps. Yeah, but sure. um, it might end up being a couple of lonely months for me. <laughs> I, let's, let's hope these vaccinations... Yeah. Um, I agree. Let's hope the borders open. I think, goodness, we don't have kids. Can you imagine if we had kids, Johnny? 
No, I yeah, can't. That would I'm, make it I'm, terrible. Where, where would you? Where would the kids go, and who would they go with? It'd just be impossible. Right. So, by the way, how are the vaccinations doing? Are have you gotten vaccinated? No. So we we haven't rolled out or weren't going to roll out our first vaccinations till March, and we were going to do a million a week. So that gives us six months before we'd have the entire country uh, vaccinated. So we brought it forward until to February. It's meant to be, actually hasn't even been approved um, yet, but obviously it's, it's going to happen fairly shortly. But yeah, we're, we're waiting till March. We want to see what, how the rest of the world is, um, is dealing with the vaccination. As you may have heard in Norway, there were 30 people who died who were vaccinated and that sort of put a bit of a scare uh, uh, up with everybody. But it's going to be compulsory for everybody to have to be vaccinated if you want to fly on Qantas. Right. So, I saw uh, you know, if you want to travel, you're going to have to get the vaccination. I'm going to get it as soon as I can. I'll, I'll be on the first plane out of here. I'd like to be on the first plane there. But um, <laughs> so, by the way, since tourists aren't really there, is it a noticeable difference when you're walking down a street? Can you tell it's like a lot less crowded than normal? Um, I think it's more the fact that everybody's working from home now. So that's, that's been a massive massive game changer and i mean just today we're in my office i'm in my home office big pun and i've got my, my staff next door so um there there's a definite distinctive difference with the way we are working but in terms of tourism numbers everybody's everyone's traveling domestically so places like byron bay and nooster are saying that they've never had it so good yeah. Look, I certainly can't say the same for five-star hotels in the CBDs because you don't have the business traveller and you don't have the domestic traveller uh, who want to go to the cities and you certainly don't have the international traveller. So I was speaking to my friends at Hyatt the other day and, and you know they're, they're down to like 7% occupancy. 7 And at that, at 7%. 7 And their break-even is... 7% is nothing, you're right. Yeah, and their break kidding. even is something like 37%. Yeah, I mean, they're losing millions and millions and millions of dollars. So uh, they're, I've stayed they're at doing Park Hyatt, and it's one of the nicest hotels around. And I've been to Byron oh. Bay and Noosa, which mm -hmm. are great little spots up there. Although Noosa, I, I found, was really expensive. Well, they're, they're booked up three to six months now. Um, you know, if you're if you have a, an Airbnb house up there, you struck it rich wow. because they're just there's the demand. The domestic demand is through the roof. Of course, we've got nowhere else we can travel to. And have you traveled? You, you guys can. Um, that's a good question. No, I'm not outside the Sydney CBD since March. Wow. So I haven't, I'm not, as you said, I used to travel more than anybody I know, except for you. And um, you I haven't been way. on a plane. I haven't been on a plane since March. So I'm, I'm coming up to almost uh, 11 months without seeing a plane, without seeing a plane. I'm, yeah. I, I, I haven't been sorry. on a plane since yeah, February. I've been on a plane. So I'm with mm -hmm. you. I mean, I, the longest I ever gone was three to four weeks and now it's almost a yeah. year. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't know when I will be able to get back on a plane. I'm hoping in May. I have tickets yeah. for April, but I just don't think it's going to happen. You're right. But Excellent. You're going to get vaccinated? Yeah, actually, I just uh, registered yesterday on the L.A. County site. And it says, you know, it says uh, I can do it in late April and my wife in mid-May. But I'm like, that's a long way. I was hoping it was me a lot earlier. My dad got vaccinated <laughs> in Florida a week or two mm -hmm. ago his first shot. Yeah. So I saw that. 
Good to, uh, good to know. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, what the first responders teach, first responders, teachers and the elderly, I mean, they've, they've definitely got to be uh, for sure. through the paper. And each state is different. And actually, I was just reading an article, an article today in the LA Times where, where the uh, journalist is going to Alaska because there's no weight in Alaska. You can just go on wow. up. They have plenty of shots. So I'm like, should I fly to Alaska and get vaccinated? Wow. That's but not a bad idea, is it? We'll see. Anyway, yeah. have I missed anything? besides uh seeing you in person and this week is usually um or next week is your usually your big meeting in new york city that actually it's usually right now i was just getting uh my facebook memories of trad mm -hmm. media showcase in new york which is always uh a couple days before or the day before the new york times travel show yeah well, we've had to pivot like everybody in the industry and we've we've made it virtual and so we're all online so we have 550 delegates coming to our virtual online uh, online show so that's uh, something we've rolled out all over the world and it's the only way to sort of change your business model isn't it during these pandemic times but you know as you say johnny the industry's been devastated by you know this china virus <laughs> and uh and uh you so know, is that what they call in in, in australia do they call it the china virus i mean because no, no the... i'm taking the piss out of your president <laughs> okay i see because people don't like that here and, and, and he's okay. a former president by the time this airs. He's former only, president. He's only All got right. a few hours left. Okay. Today's the 19th. No, it's definitely COVID down here. We're, okay. we're, 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 we don't echo any of those words. Okay, good. Because we're the same way here. We don't like the China virus. We're just it's COVID-19. <laughs> okay. Bit of tongue in cheek. That's I, I, I how Aussies are. I mean, Aussies are always tongue in cheek. Yeah. No, all good. But, um, you know, I, I miss you and I miss Natalie and uh, I miss coming to visit you in LA and I can't wait to be able to do that again. I can't wait to be back to the States, go to Europe and uh, do what all of us love to do. It's only natural that we want to migrate, that we want to holiday, that we want to travel. It's embedded into our DNA that we've had for hundreds of thousands of years. And, uh, you know, uh, although we, we in Australia, we can only you know, travel with the or wheels, or there is some flights, but most of those it's it's by car or driving distance. Um, it's been great to visit, you know, the, the the country for most people to get to know your own backyard. But we can't wait to be back into the northern hemisphere. And as I always say, Australia is the fifty first state, so we feel that we're connected to the hip with you guys, and can't wait to be back. Do they say that? I actually never knew that they they call Australia the fifty first state. I know they always they, well, well, we, they would call Israel the fifty first state. Well, we have so much in common. We, you know, we, we go to we go to wars, rightly or wrongly, with each other, and we're all part of you know the British colonies. Although, right. you know, most of us came out. Well, most of us came out came out as convicts or generations of convicts. So, um, uh, yeah, we, we just got a lot to share in, in the US, I guess, more than the, the English. And um, you know, we watch all of your television down here, and we certainly watch your elections like it's our own. We're, um, we're very patriotic towards our own country, but I would say, um, you know, the U.S. is certainly our closest ally and neighbor, along with New Zealand. That's nice to hear. Very nice to hear. Uh, my last question, uh, sporting events, are they going on right now? And, and can people go to them? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a very good question. So we, we just finished the cricket. Yeah, unfortunately, India beat us, um, and we've slipped from being number two in the world to number three. Um, bit bit bruising of our pride, but uh, as long as you wear a mask, you were able to attend the cricket. And, and of course, we've got the Australian capacity? Tennis Open that's coming up. 
in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's a four square meter rule, so you, you just need to 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 spread people out. But I I don't. I mean, they're, they're talking about like a hundred thousand people going to these events, so I don't know how they're going to do the four square meter rule. But yes, it, summertime is the strongest um, sporting activity part of the time of the year. And so uh, it's business. It's pretty much business as usual. Although I was, I heard last week that the Grand Prix has been postponed till November. I see. Okay. So not so not all sporting activities are going on. Um, and then of course the Grand Prix, which was meant to be in March last year, got cancelled. So rather than cancelling it again this year, they just postponed it to the end of the season. I see. I was just looking for my. I have an Australian um, Eastern Suburb Roosters hat that I got at a game, a match a long time ago. I was going to wear it. But you probably like the rabbit. Well, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite rugby club, and and then it's where it's the um, regional district that I was born in. So, uh, very much an Eastern Suburbs Roosters fan. You got it? No, that's fantastic. Yay! Oh, <laughs> there you are. Sounds great. Good stuff. All right, Johnny, Nick. Good to see you. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you for the lovely chat. Thank you for your time. Good to Thank hear you. from you. Good Hopefully next time I you. see you, it'll be in person in Australia or or in New York or wherever. Looking forward to it. Right, Cheers, buddy. mate. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy. Bye.